This is the Impunity Observer podcast. Fergus Hodgson, your host here. I'm the publisher of the Impunity Observer, a geopolitical intelligence service. If you've not already, please do subscribe. You can also get a free monthly update. Go to impunityobserver.com. Also follow us on social media. My favorite is Telegram. We have a very active Twitter account. Thanks so much for listening. Today we have what I see as a bombshell story. We have just released this week a statement from Carlos Torre Diarte. He is a businessman uh, um, in the agriculture sector. He's also a director with the Association for the Defense of Private Property, a former vice president of it. And his statement, which appeared in English for the first time on our website, is free speech for comrades only. I should mention that this is relevant. He is a weekly columnist with Nuestro Diario, one of the very top newspapers of Guatemala. He believes it is number one. I, I don't want to say that definitively, but it's definitely up there. So, Carlos, welcome to the Impunity Observer monthly podcast. And I don't want to put words in your mouth. So why did you come forward to make a statement? Well, uh, the thing is that my visa, my wife and my visa was revoked last week after 45 years that we uh, had it. And uh, it was revoked because uh, I write columns uh, which are not on the same line of the policies that uh, the United States, the Secretary of State, uh, is trying to impose here in Guatemala. And they uh, they started to say that uh, they were going to take the pieces out of the people that they are against their policies. And uh, I received an email uh, saying that uh, my visa was revoked. So um, I wrote my column uh, saying that they, uh, unfortunately in the United States is not the democracy that I knew when I lived in the United States. I am a graduate of the University of Florida. And um, I have a son that lives in the United States. He was born when we were studying there. He's an American citizen. I, I never intended to live in the United States. I, I am a very happy Guatemalan. I don't want to leave my country. So um, I don't know what is the danger that I have a visa. This is a, a, a situation that the, the United States is uh, doing uh, what uh, totalitarian states do. They want to intimidate people not to talk when uh, you are not, uh, you, you, you don't agree with uh, their policies. So I wrote about it. I am very sorry about the United States. You know, they can do whatever they want. If they don't want me to go there, that's uh, uh, their right to do it. But uh, what I am writing here is that we also have rights in this country. We are a sovereign country and uh, we don't want the United States with, to mess with Guatemala and to impose their policies because they, uh, uh, what we are trying to do. I also have, uh, uh, with a group of uh, people, we uh, did a press conference in October uh, in, in, in trying to explain why it is important for the attorney, attorney general's office to finish 
an investigation that they are doing about the complaints about all, all the uh, different uh, anomalies of um, of the of the elections. So uh, I I think that the, the State Department didn't like that. Exactly. So I want to give a little bit more context to Carlos's statement here. One, Guatemala is right now in basically a almost like a crisis of democracy because the nominal winner of the second round of the the runoff election, his party used, and they've admitted this now, many, I mean, maybe thousands of false signatures to register as a party. So that registration really should be illegal or null, right? And further, there's also a lot going on with accounting. There, the, the Prosecutor General's Office, led by Consuelo Portas, has also basically gone in and had taken possession of some of the voting boxes, or I'm not sure what you want to call them, but, but let's just say the ballots to assess that they were counted correctly. So there, there is this standoff, and sometimes this is hard for me to understand, but the U.S. State Department seems to think that it has some kind of moral obligation to, I'm not even making this up, Carlos is not even making this up, it, it's, it's very confusing. They seem to think they've got some kind of moral obligation to go in there and intimidate Guatemalans to accept their candidate because they happen to prefer this man, Bernardo Arevalo of the Semilla Party. So the, the, yeah, the U.S. State Department is getting heavily involved, not only the State Department, the Organization of American States. I assume the European Union has made comments on this. And the problem is that it's not just statements. USAID funded, uh, quote, quote, NGOs, basically these violent subversives. They literally go on blockade roads and sh shut down this investigation. So basically, so what Carlos is telling you is that, uh, well, I'm gonna, I want to give him more of the details, but basically he spoke out against this and then lost his visa. He's no security threat to the United States. There's nothing, there's nothing against him. No explanation has been given. It was simply because he is an outspoken man who defends Guatemalan sovereignty and, and wants the investigation from the prosecutor general's office to proceed. Did I get anything wrong there? <laughs> no, you're okay. You're right. And, uh, and that's the only thing that we say, you know, that we want uh, the investigation to uh, be finished because uh, what we are afraid of is that if uh, the impunity of uh, the uh, tribunal court, uh, of the um, uh, electoral court uh, uh, continues, we're going to have the same situation in uh, four years, in 2027. So uh, we don't want to leave the same thing that we are living right now. We have 1,000 uh, um, complaints in the attorney's office right now about the election. So w what is the problem that the attorney's office finish the investigation, you know, so uh, uh, that's very suspicious. And one of the things that I've uh, been writing is that uh, that how is it possible that uh, the United States the State Department comes to Guatemala and say us that uh, we uh, are uh, putting the courts in, in, in the electoral system and we shouldn't be do the, doing that. When you have a Donald Trump being prosecuted by four courts with more than one hundred indictments, so what we are trying, what I was trying to say is that there's a double standard in the United States because they want to judge us different of what they are doing there, you know. And the Democrats are trying to ruin the election of Donald Trump because he 
is the front runner of the election. So, so it is a double standard of the United States. I am, I really like the, uh, your country, the United States. So, uh, uh, I am very sorry of what's going on there. You know, I, I, I when you go to, to, to visit, how, how, how can they tell us how to do things if they are destroying uh, their own country? You know, with uh, uh, Black Lives Matters and uh, all the things in New York that is going on in Baltimore and everything. So uh, uh, what we understand is the double standard of, of what they're doing here and trying to impose us their policies. Yeah, so again, there's a lot going on. First, I want to make clear to people that the elections or the pre- this the presidential election was part of broader elections in the country, but the current president-elect nominally, Bernardo Arevalo, he had a very weak mandate. I mean, I think in the first round he got maybe was it fifteen percent or twelve percent? It's a tiny percent. Twelve yeah. percent. And the thing is that nobody knew uh, what uh, their policies, uh, the policies that they are going to implement. You know, the thing is that they advertise themselves as the anti-corruption uh, party. And uh, imagine how uh, corrupt they are that they started the party. Uh, with a lot of corruption, uh, forging, uh, not only forging uh, uh, signatures, but they are they invented people, you know. In the sequence that we show, and uh, of, in the writers that I've been doing, I've been showing that um, how uh, uh, these people not only forged the signature, but they invented people, you know, invented uh, uh, IDs uh, and they, and what the attorney general's office found because uh, and they started the biggest investigation with the impunity uh, uh, crime division uh, because uh, bernardo Arevalo uh, made um, a request uh, to the attorney general's office to investigate uh, uh, the uh, porsche signature of the first guy that started the, the thing so when they went and checked uh, the 25,000 people that they affiliated, they found that 8,000 people don't, do not exist, you know? So imagine that if you are saying that uh, you are not corrupt, in, in the only way that you can do that is that you pay people inside the um, electoral tribunal court. So uh, that's why the attorney's offers they uh, started they, uh, an investigation with the impunity office of crimes in, in the attorney's office, which has all the powers, like the FBI, to investigate everything. And that's when they started to be afraid because they found out that they were uh, doing things wrong, you know, that they started wrong. So uh, we went uh, to investigate to uh, the tribunal uh, electoral court and we found that since 2018, people inside this uh, electoral court found out uh, uh, of this situation. They made the complaints to the right people, but uh, the magistrates of that time and uh, the register and the inspector general didn't do their job. And uh, in the uh, press conference, what uh, we show is that the check and balances of uh, the uh, this court, the, the electoral court, didn't work. And uh, we uh, are saying that the mess that we are living right now in the country is because the checks and balances didn't work. 
and uh, that there should be an investigation and they should let uh, to finish the investigation. Imagine that uh, imagine that the Republicans start to ask uh, the uh, resignation of Mary Garland and the and and or or, or any attorneys uh, that are doing the investigations of Donald Trump. Uh, they start to uh, say that there is no democracy, and this is what is happening in Guatemala. The United States, the European Union the uh, Organization of American States are uh, putting pressure in Guatemala for the Attorney General to resign. Uh, uh, and that's incredible. It's it's really uh, something uh, uh, that uh, it is the same thing that happened in Ukraine when Joe Biden went there uh, uh, and, and, and the Ukrainian president because they were going to give them one billion dollars, and he said, Some "No, if you war. don't do that, yeah. yeah, yes, if you don't do that, uh, and the same thing they're doing here. You know, they are they are saying that if uh, the Guatemalan is going to be uh, put in a in a condition that we are not going to be able to do business with the United States, and that they, a lot of different pressure economically, and that's why." I also say in this column that unfortunately not people don't want to talk about this because of the uh, of the things that happened, like the visa that was taken from me, you know. So uh, yeah, I think that this is an example that they're trying to make that if you uh, don't say what they like, uh, they uh, have a, you have repercussion, you know. Yeah, and so just people, there are so many. We've got so many sources on this topic or so many uh, articles for the details on this topic at impunityobserver.com. Please go there for the show notes, all the links to explain this further, because this is this is an ongoing, difficult or broad topic now, international one. And the other organization is the Liga Pro Patria. There is a civic organization in Guatemala that is putting up many statements, both in Spanish and English, explaining the situation. Now, let's just clarify just to back up and clarify, uh, a colleague of yours found himself registered with the Samia Party. He, this is before anyone knew about the Samia Party getting elected or anything like this, that they had registered him with, without his knowledge. The, and like I said, then Samia got 12% and there was only about half of people voted. 25% didn't give a blank vote. So the, the mandate that this man has is so uh, just minuscule, it is pathetic. Then because he came up against some kind of hardline socialist leftist, okay, Guatemans, I guess, almost felt like they had no choice. He did, he did prevail in the runoff. At least that's what the, the official results are, the, the, the su- Supreme Electoral Tribunal results have been. Now, and, and, and we've got to the point where the prosecutor general or attorney general and her office, they've been investigating this whole issue, and the Supreme Electoral Tribunal has basically for some reason, whether there's money flowing, I can't say, but for some reason has got its back up and said and tried to get in the way and stop this from happening. And just so you know, we also have on the Impunity Observer website a statement from the Samia Party. I think it's uh, some, the secretary or treasurer, one of the, one of these uh, positions saying, yes, there were some mistakes made or admitting to this, but everybody does it. That's That's the excuse of a child. Oh, look, they do it too. So it's not it's not even really debated now that the Samia Party did use false registrations. Now, why do you think the U.S. State Department, in their arrogance, why do they even care? Why what what is their motive here? 
Well, uh, I think that the, their motive is that they uh, supported too much uh, the electoral tribunal, that they, right now they are trying to stop all the investigation because they are going to look really bad uh, with uh, with the people of the United States. You know, I, 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 I cannot understand how Republicans don't look at this situation of what the uh, uh, State Department do, is doing here in Guatemala, you know, the, the, in, the, in Congress and the, and the Senate, because uh, this is a shame for the United States, you know, and, how, uh, and, they, and I think that the uh, Congress should start an investigation uh, of uh, what's going on here in Guatemala, uh, because the information that you get, uh, uh, that they get in the, in the United States is, is completely false. I have a statement here, for, for example, of Matthew Miller, which is the speaker of the Department of, the, of State. And, and the 31st of October, he said that uh, the attorney's office was uh, trying to take in a violent way a peaceful manifestation in the country, which were not feasible. That's that's not that, at all. That that's what? offensive. They were blocking the country. They, Guatemala was in a mess because they were blocking. They were violent, and and that you have the 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 speaker of the of of the Secretary of State saying that it was peaceful. Come on, it, 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 it. these people are just liars. They know better. That they know these are violent protests. They literally went into Consuelo Portis's house and defecated. All over the place, right? This is everybody yes. knows this. It's not. It's not private. They are literally intimidating her by going into her, her own home. Yes. So I, I don't understand how is it possible that a, a, in the United States, a, a politicians in Congress that they have the obligation to a, a see what the executive branch is doing, you know, a, and and they don't do anything because this is a, a, something that really affects the sovereignty of Guatemala. And uh, what I also think also is that I I talk a lot with a, a friends from Latin America, you know, and they ask me what's why in Guatemala the United States government is against the private entrepreneurs or the private sector and everything, you know, and and I really believe, you know, I I, I talked uh, like ten years ago with someone that they knew about the things, and he told me, you know, in 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 the United States State Department decided that the problem of El Salvador uh, were the the pandillas, the all the, the gangs. That the problem in Honduras is uh, the uh, organized crime of uh, narcos and everything. And in Guatemala, are you guys? You know the the private uh, the the entrepreneurs. You know, so so I think that the 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 way that they treat people here in Guatemala is something that I don't understand, you know, I don't, I am baffled to, to see what they, they do against the people here that are working, you know, and, and, and how they think that they, a guy uh, that they is uh, Bernardo Arevalo, the first thing that he did after uh, the second round when he got elected, he went to Mexico to adhere to the Grupo de Puebla. Grupo de Puebla is uh, an organization that is a uh, Part of the all the people of Venezuela, uh, Boric of uh, Chile, all the uh, leftist people, you know. And after he went to the Grupo de Puebla, he came to Guatemala, and, and the blockade started, you know, uh, which is typical of what uh, these people do. 
So, uh, and he also adhered to the um, Progressive International, which is an organization that is supporting Hamas in, in the problem in, in, the, in, in Israel. So I don't understand how is it possible that the State Department of the United States support these kind of people, it's incredible. The only thing that we want is not to mess to Guatemala, with Guatemala, you know, to let uh, things happen. Yes, and he also went to the White House and not met, didn't meet with Joe Biden personally, but with many of his top officials, and they released a statement backing him. This is why the U.S. executive branch under the Democratic Party, and I hate to say it, but the permanent bureaucrats of the State Department, they have dug their, themselves into a hole deeper and deeper because the more they align themselves with Arevalo and the, the Electoral Tribunal in Guatemala, the more they will, they will have egg on their faces if this investigation reveals criminality, which I can't say what it will reveal, the magnitude, of course, as I said, the Samia party has already admitted to falsifying signatures. That's a given at this point, but there could be a lot more. And I hear murmurs that there's a lot more, a lot more, let's say, um, serious, there are serious crimes to be revealed to the public. Yes. You know that in the United States, they have the problem of the deep state, you know, we are uh, very sorry that when Donald Trump was president, uh, the ambassador that he sent was the same thing. You know, I think that the State Department uh, is an, an organization that um, doesn't follow the rules of the president. They, it's, a, it's a partisan organization that they do whatever they want, you know, and, and, and they made a lot of mistakes, you know. And the problem is that, that when uh, they found out that they made a mistake, they just leave the country and other people come and the ones that are going to be with the uh, long-term problems of what they do here are the, the countries that are affected, like in this case, Guatemala. And that's what, what uh, I am trying to say, you know, that don't mess with Guatemala. Let us uh, resolve our problems uh, because uh, when uh, they found out that there is a, a situation that they cannot control, then uh, the, they just leave the country. So. It's the same thing that, unfortunately, the situation of the State Department and how the foreign uh, uh, policies of the United States uh, can be wrong a lot of times, like with Noriega in Panama, with uh, in Iraq, with uh, Saddam Hussein, you know, they support the guy first and then they take them out by force. And, and we don't want to have that in Guatemala. Yeah, so, so the real threat now, if this investigation is not allowed to continue and, and see, you know, follow through to its fruition, you will have a, a let's say, a further uh, disruption or further uh, departure from the rule of law, whatever rule of law exists in Guatemala. Yeah. Well, you know that in Guatemala, we have a, a very strong, a, a, we are a, a peaceful country. A, we a, 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 we are trying to follow the rules and, and democracy. And of course, like any other country, we have our problems. We are, but we are not a, a place that you can live, cannot live. We have a lot of people from the United States, from Europe living here in Guatemala and all over the place. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. And the only thing that we want is for all these countries to let us resolve our problems. We are not trying to mess with anybody. And uh, and that's and that was the the message that we gave in the press conference. And, and the thing that I want to say to you is that if they don't investigate the electoral tribunal, there is not going to be democracy in Guatemala. 
Uh, these people are really corrupt and they are founding a lot of corruption in their um, in governance, in how they uh, they don't use the check and balance. Just in, 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 in not in this case that, that we investigated, but in other cases, and they, uh, there is not going to be transparency in the country. There was a poll that they did in between the first and second round that 70% of the people of Guatemala don't believe in the electoral system. When you hear all these people from uh, uh, the United States, Europe, and the uh, American uh, organization in the state, uh, they say that the transparency was uh, okay in Guatemala and the, the people talked and, and people voted and we have to respect uh, the voting. We have always respected voting, you know. Uh, the thing is that uh, right now, 70% of the people don't believe in the electoral system and that's a big problem because the electoral system is the, uh, the, the support of democracy and if they don't investigate them, we're going to have a problem in 2027, and we are going to uh, really fall out of democracy, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could talk a lot longer about this topic. What now do you think is going to happen? Are other people intimidated now by your example? Has the intimidation worked? Uh, well, they were intimidated before. Uh, people are not talking here. Before uh, my situation, you know, and when I did that press conference, everybody called me that I was stupid to do that, <laughs> and that I am stupid to 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 write about this because yeah. uh, they were going to take uh, this uh, action. You know, I never thought that they were going to do it because I am just doing uh, what I think. You know, uh, there is a free expression in the country, and 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 the United States is uh, supposedly uh, the king of free expression of the world, you know, and, and what uh, I found out is that not that uh, that way anymore. Yeah, so this is the challenge, and you've pointed on this. It's a, it's a recurring theme in our work we ex when we examine impunity or corruption or the breakdown of the rule of law, that people think that the U.S. officials, foreign policy officials, serve the U.S. people, and they don't. There's, there's a, a, a grave disconnect between what they do and they think they can't get fired. They promise themselves lifetime jobs or whatever. And what U.S. people, the U.S. citizens, the American people, what they want. So you are one person who stuck his neck out and suffered. And as you, as you say, they have created a chilling or self-censorship scenario in Guatemala. So people don't speak about just a simple investigation to maintain in the electoral integrity. And apparently maintaining electoral integrity is some kind of anti-democratic endeavor. It, it, is, it is very Orwellian. It's very, it's very confusing to foreigners who don't know better. That's the whole point of our publication existing, to get out of all this junk, all this noise, and get to the heart of the matter. So we've been speaking with Carlos Torribiarte. Now, Carlos, you are a columnist with Nuestro Diario. That is good news to me. How can people follow you if they want to learn more about you or read your work? Uh, well, uh, there are uh, people in X and Facebook uh, that post uh, uh, my columns. You know, I I are don't you, even are you uh, on Twitter? No, no, I I don't use uh, social uh, uh, okay. uh, networks. Uh, I um, 
I have a lot of work to do, you know, I don't have time to, to, <laughs> to, to do that, you know, so uh, yeah. maybe right now I am going to start to, to do it, you know, uh, but um, right now uh, I uh, think that uh, with um, Nuestro Diario and people that post that, uh, uh, they can follow, and also uh, with people that they are, uh, I have received a lot uh, of calls and, 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 and mails from people that are really, really disgusted about what's going on you know and really um, they are trying they are starting to understand that the situation is not normal uh, i am not a narco i am not a human trafficking guy uh, you have nine million people that entered the united states since uh, the biden administration started you know i know a lot of people i live in the in the country in the rural areas of Guatemala, I know, I know a lot of coyotes that are uh, like uh, any other people there. You know, everybody knows that there are coyotes. They are really doing harm to uh, the United States and nothing happens. So uh, uh, it is it is incredible uh, what's going on. So, um, uh, yeah, but what what do you want listeners, people who listen to this and say they agree with you, that you, you should be able to speak freely to defend uh, your perspective on electoral integrity and what can they do about it? What can Guatemalans or foreigners? Yes. Yeah. What they, what we want to start to do it is to write to Congress, uh, uh, people and to uh, senators to, uh, for them to uh, know and understand what's going on in Guatemala. I cannot uh, uh, understand how uh, Bernardo Revalo goes to the United States and he can meet people from the Republican Party and nobody asks uh, him the question that they should ask, you know. And and, and also, uh, I think that the uh, Congress people uh, should start to look at what's going on here in Guatemala. Uh, there, I I know of a lot of people that have been uh, uh, trying to do a. Uh, to, to make the these guys to take a, some notice and attention to to the country, but nothing happened, you know. I, I, and, and and unfortunately, what they, happens usually in the United States is that they, when things explode, is when they start to realize that something going on, and we don't want that to happen, you know. I, and I think that um, to know that Guatemala, even though we have very bad press, is a peaceful country. We follow the law. Of course, we have a, a, a problem with a, a human trafficking and narco trafficking and everything. But the only way that the people are not going to leave the country and we are not going to have migration is that we are able to invest in the country. And if they are against investing of and, and, and have free speech, they are against everything. You know, if you don't have the liberties to to do that. Uh, you are running uh, a lot of trouble in a country that is going to do the liberties, and then you are going to have more people there in the United States. Right. Yeah. As you say, the disconnect also between Bernardo Arevalo's image in the United States, which is, I guess, just a benign, slightly progressive man, versus the truth where he is a hardliner. He is going to, as you said, the group of the Pueblo, this 21st century socialist, basically dictator hangout, right, with Ortega and the Cubans and the Venezuelans, Bolivians, whatever. And for some reason, that hasn't gotten through. And for some reason, the State Department is buddies with him. It's very suggestive as to their alignment. Okay, I don't want to, 
any final comment? I feel like you I, I you wanted to add a, add a little bit more there. No, say, uh, I am uh, sorry that this thing happened to my wife, you know. Uh, uh, That's because, right. She uh, also lost uh, her visa, yeah, to the United uh, States. Yeah, she lost her visa, you know. So, uh, uh, and I am sorry that I'm not going to be able to go and visit my son and my grandson, uh, uh, which I think uh, is the only thing that uh, we did when we went to the United States, you know. Uh, and um, for me, this is incredible, you know, that it's happening. Of course, that uh, the United States can do whatever they want if they don't want me there, but. Uh, I, I think that the mistakes that they are doing, uh, we are going to pay them if they let them uh, continue and stop the investigation of the attorney's office. Yeah, the, these officials who have revoked your visa and the visa of your wife are being petty, vindictive, and juvenile, in my assessment, just because they're, they get so bent out of shape that someone says things that they don't like. They, they don't care about free speech. And we should note the, the, you've got to read the, the statement from Carlos on our website, free speech for comrades only, because just uh, a couple of months ago, the State Department or the U.S. Embassy in, in Guatemala was talking all about, oh, we need free free press because one of the publishers of another newspaper got himself uh, um, arrested for bribing people and for engaging in all sorts of blackmail. So the, they claimed at that time to care about free speech, but obviously that was just a facade. So let's leave it there. Carlos, I appreciate you, you giving us your statement. Uh, people, please go to the impunityobserver.com or go to impunityobserver.com and read that. Otherwise, we'll have all the show notes and ways to follow his work. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much, sir.